there's a lot of different ways where you can put yourself into social situations that are conducive to like how you like to interact with people and also things that you like to do um, while you're traveling. And you don't, you just have to kind of put yourself out of your comfort zone when you are doing that. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Campfire Capitalism. I am your host, Desmond Dixon. And today we're going to talk about all the amazing things about travel and being a digital nomad and a little bit about how the aspiration gets sparked and how to get started and, and really how to step into that lifestyle, which brings me to why we're bringing on this amazing guest, Miss Madison Rowley, who is based in Nashville, um, travels one of her true loves. She's been all over the place. Um, a little over a year uh, of, you know, uh, after leaving her job and being location independent, she decided to do her own thing. And now she's helping other digital nomads travel the world and um, is actually going uh, pretty viral on TikTok and, and, and absolutely crushing it in the space. So, uh, Madison, welcome to the show. Hi, welcome. Or thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is a, this is going to be a pretty, pretty delicious uh, episode because we're going to talk about two of our favorite things, like our favorite things is just travel and, and, and running a business and having a lifestyle. So um, just talk to us a little bit about like how you got to become a digital nomad, a little bit about your like travel adventures over the last few years. Yeah. So um, like pretty much like everyone else, COVID was a very reflective time for me. I was working a big corporate tech job. I was right after college and that was like my dream. I think a lot of people are kind of told in a way what their dream is supposed to be. And you're like, heck yeah, I want that big corporate job. I want that apartment in a big city. And that was so what I wanted for myself. And I got shut in. I didn't get to go wear my suit every day to work or anything like that. Um, and I had a lot of time to reflect on, okay, what is it I really want? Cause you know, my job wasn't really fulfilling me. It wasn't, um, as we say, the zone of genius for me. And I was kind of at a loss. I was reflecting of what's, what's that one thing that's missing. What's, you know, going to make me really, I don't know, fulfilled in life because I, I wasn't. And I'm one of those people that I just, I can't just sit around and not do what I'm in love with. So once things finally started loosening up, I took a trip and I actually worked from Hawaii. And that was my first experience working while traveling. I had never done anything like that before. And I was shocked about how like easy it was, even with the time change of being three hours difference. Um, I would just you know, not let my clock kind of reset and I'd wake up really early and then I'd be off by two Hawaii time and got to go explore the island. And that was really what introduced me to the possibility of being a digital nomad. I'd heard about it. I'd seen it on the news. Like they used to cover on the news, like digital nomads, like working from all over the world. And I thought that was so cool. Um, and so when I actually left that big tech job for a more startup oriented, um, fully remote company, I 
asked my manager and that's a huge thing that I always, you know, share with a lot of people is you can start doing it as long as you communicate with your nine to five or your remote job. Like you don't have to like immediately full send. Cause I think that can be very terrifying <laughs> for people to like have that, like I got to quit my job and then I'm going to move to like, it's just a lot. So you can phase that process, um, for yourself. And so I had a conversation with my manager, um, and I was like, Hey, you know, for my mental health, I find that it's very important that I'm traveling and constantly changing my scenery. I found myself way more productive when I do so. And we had that discussion and what it would look like. And I started traveling full time and I um, really haven't stopped traveling since. <laughs> yeah, that's so sick. Um, I love how you mentioned Hawaii because that's actually where I started my journey was in Hawaii <laughs> for a month and a half. So yeah, the time I didn't realize when I, when I got there that it was three hours behind California. Um, I yes. didn't know that until I got there. <laughs> Two or three, it depends on the year, but or time of year, but yeah, three hours when I went and it was like, so nice. I was like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I have the whole day to myself after I finish. Right. It's, that's really, yeah. it's like, I'm off at two. Like let's go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. So I got to ask you this, cause this is, this is pretty important. Um, I, like I know from experience that while traveling and working either in a business or on your business, mm -hmm. the time thing, the balancing of the time is, can be something pretty hard because like you said, the productivity thing is, is still important, right? We still have to be productive in order to earn income unless we have some passive income, passive investments. So, you know, how, like, how do you, you know, how did you manage your time or how do you manage your time with like your work life and travel life balance, I guess the lifestyle balance. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty curious how you, how you handle yours. Yeah. So I think for me, the big thing is planning. Um, if you're going, especially a more dramatic time difference, like I've worked from Europe um, plenty of times, and with that, you just really have to plan out, okay, beforehand, what is my day going to look like? Like how, when am I going to be traveling and exploring versus when am I going to be working and really batching out that time? So I'll typically build myself a like itinerary. And so I plug in, you know, things I want to make sure I do while I'm there, but also how I'm going to structure my days. And that really helps me, it really helps with my peace of mind. And it's something I actually do for my digital nomad um, coaching clients because it really takes that stress of managing your time and making sure you're still seeing everything you want to see while you're traveling and getting all the work done you need to get done. Um, it, it really takes that weight and that stress away by just having a plan and time blocking it out. All right, I have to ask you this. Have you been in a, have you been in a situation where you had to blow up your entire calendar on the road, like while you're in the place because it doesn't work, it doesn't fit. And you just, have you like done that before? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I think, I mean, traveling can be very unpredictable. So you, that's another thing is just being flexible and patient with yourself. Um, I definitely consider myself a little bit of a control freak. I'm trying to be better, but <laughs> I think being open and flexible to, you know, your travel plans might not work out. Like I went to Italy and I, <laughs> I was supposed to take a train to um, the location that I was going to, which was in the countryside. Well, I got on the bullet train 
thinking it was the like regional train. <laughs> and so it shot me all the way up to Florence, which was way past where it was going. And so <laughs> I had to figure out how to get back and all of that. And it definitely ate into when I was supposed to be working. And so really there, um, whether you are, for example, if you're in a nine to five communications key, whether you're client facing and you have, you know, a team you're managing communications T like at the end of the day, communicating and adjusting and making sure you're able to be adaptable and dynamic in those situations is so huge. And, you know, there, I feel like they're very few and far between, but it does happen. And it's definitely one of those like more like, Oh no moments in, you know, the lifestyle that is like being a digital nomad. But as long as you're open and adaptable and communicative, usually you can kind of navigate your way around it. <laughs> uh, the train system in Italy is a pain in the butt. It's so confusing. <laughs> I, I'm, I thought it was great at public transportation, like doing buses and trains and planes and like just all the things. But when I got to Italy from the air, I, I did the same thing. I got on the wrong train and um, I was just staying, I was staying at a hotel by the airport. Like so I'm just staying in Rome for like two days. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay by the yeah. airport. Cause they're, you know, the airport's yeah. so far from the city. And I jumped on the train and we couldn't get off. And we got off in the center, like you oh, overshot yeah. by 45 minutes. And <laughs> I know exactly where you went. Yeah. That's so funny. It's, it was so annoying. Um, yeah. It's so it, it was night. It, it was nighttime too. So it was like in the middle of the night, we had to take a taxi back. I was like, man, we ended up yep. spending like a hundred dollars to get to the hotel. That's so the taxi. same thing. Literally it was middle of the night, um, which because of the time difference, I was planning on working into the night. That's why it was a little bit like complicated, but, <laughs> and also I just, I really set myself up for a whole moment. Um, I was going to such a small town that they only had one taxi that stopped at 10 <laughs> and Whoa. My Airbnb host, I was like kind of texting with him, like what was going on. And he was like, I'll come pick you up. And the sweet angel of a man <laughs> picked me up at one in the morning and drove me to the Airbnb that was like super rural. And I just got to say, I like, you got to really appreciate the people that are like there for you in your travels, even if you don't know them. And I've had so many experiences. And I think a lot of digital nomads have as well of like people who just like went above and beyond in their travels for them. And really were just like, it's okay. Like we'll figure it out together. Um, Cause I think people don't think that they're going to be like all alone and in a way you are, but I think there's a lot of like people that are willing to help along the way. Yeah, that's key. Um, that's very, very key. Uh, I could get into, we need a whole nother conversation about like hospitality. Cause I think that <laughs> hospitality is just different, little different outside the States, like, it especially really here in Asia. Good. I'm like, yeah. these people are the most hospitable people I've ever met in my entire life. Like it's, yep. it's, it's like in their culture. Um, so that's, that's pretty interesting. So let's, let's, let's pivot here. So we got, we, 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 we checked the box of time. We talked about, you know, uh, a little bit about like, you don't have to just jump straight in. Like you said, you can, you know, communicate and, 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 and still work that nine to five because moving a different location is already a lot of like a big life change. Like when you tap, like put on leaving your corporate job on top of that, or whatever you're, you're, you're cutting off your income, like you're, that's two major moves. Right. And, yeah. and and then on top of that, you know, family and friends and that, and that kind of stuff. So I'm pretty curious to ask you this because I, how do you still navigate socially 
like while traveling, right? Do you um, encourage like bringing friends? Do you encourage uh, meeting people local or meeting up with other travelers who might be in the same, you know, location as you? Like, what's what's like? How do you how do you like? What's your thoughts for people who might be worried about how to still maintain some type of a social life while traveling? Mm-hmm. I'm a very social person. (laughs) So yeah, that's a really good question. What I actually get a lot um, for people wanting to become a digital nomad, because it can be, yeah, really terrifying. You're like, okay, I'm going alone. Like how am I going to make friends? Um, I would say for the common extrovert like me, um, if you stay, I like love staying at hostels with a bar and not even if you don't drink because those hostels encourage like not only like the people staying there, but usually a lot of locals will come in and go to that bar and socialize. Um, and I just find it to be a lot more social. People are a lot more welcoming. Whereas hostels I stayed in without a bar in it tend to be like, people are very to themselves. And I don't know why, I I guess, I don't know. People are like more social when the liquid is flowing, but, um, even just like in like, in the morning, like when, you know, it's just like, you can get a coffee or something. It just seems to have a more social type of people appeal. Um, a lot of people that want to make friends, um, will go down there and that's what they're looking for. So that's one tip I always give people who are a little bit like nervous as far as the making friends thing go. Um, also groups. Yeah. Groups are amazing. Um, there's a lot of Facebook groups out there for specific locations. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but like certain locations will have like, you know, travelers, this location or digital nomads, this location, and you can get to know people who are doing a similar thing as you or solo traveling like you and maybe meet up with them. Um, I have a lot of people I've met through social media that I've actually met up in different places. Like recently I have a friend, Jamie, who's a digital nomad content creator as well. And she and I met up in Sedona, which was super awesome to see her. Um, and then finally, my final tip for it is if you, especially if you're a little bit more introverted, um, but very experience driven is I like to sign up for like group, like tours or something like that, because you kind of naturally just get to know the people in your group or people like kind of try to get to know you if it's, especially if it's a smaller groups. So one of the cooler ones I did was a, um, ghost tour pub crawl through Savannah. And if you guys don't know Savannah, it's like a very haunted, like that's their whole thing. Um, and I met so many people through that, that were solo traveling, or I met a mom and a daughter who on a trip together. And they even invited me like to come visit them in Virginia, like super, super neat. Um, but there's a lot of different ways where you can put yourself into social situations that are conducive to like how you like to interact with people and also things that you like to do, um, while you're traveling and you don't, you just have to kind of put yourself out of your comfort zone when you are doing that. Yeah, it's um, that was some good stuff because the Facebook groups things I've I've tried in the past, but it's it's pretty hard. Um, I mean, it's not hard. I mean, if you really are intentional with it, you could definitely find find people in there. Um, I but I, I think the uh, the people that I personally met up with the most have been through like LinkedIn and really okay yeah yeah LinkedIn <laughs> and Twitter. We're okay. Twitter. As well, okay. I met up with 
two people from off of Twitter randomly, like off of like, oh, I seen that you're in Bali. I was like, oh, I see. I or or or, or another one was uh, Croatia, right? Like, oh yeah, I'm in Croatia as well. It's like, oh, let's let's meet up. Um, Mine's Instagram, honestly. Instagram? Like I, and even with my move here, like I moved to Nashville not knowing a soul. Like I literally just moved because I love Nashville. Like I visited once and I'm like, all right, this is my new home base. Like that's literally how it was decided. Um, and when I, like I've met so many people just like through Instagram, um, like we connected, I, or I was already following them. Like I'll do a search like Nashville and see if anyone has Nashville in their bio or anything like that. And then reach out try to get to know them and then maybe grab a coffee or um, sometimes they'll like take you to like their favorite spot or something like that. And if you really can get to know people that either love travel like you and follow them, and maybe you're going to end up in the same place at the same time, or just, just look and see who you're already following. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've had like Instagram since 2013 or something like that. So there's a lot of people that I've been following for ages that I didn't even know they were based here. <laughs> so That's it can sick. be, yeah, it's like all about being, um, you know, just open to reaching out. And I think you're, you know, you have a background in sales as well. Like, you know, taking that first step, like how are they going to even know that you're there and a potential friend to make, you know, if you're not the one initiating that conversation and reaching out, got a cold call your friends sometimes. <laughs> got a cold call. Got to spark the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, cool. So what would you say is... Um, mm, how do I want to ask this? Like, what would you say is it? I was going to ask you, like, if someone's, let's say, running a business, right? Because a lot of entrepreneurs are, are, are listening to this pod, right? So if you're running a business, like, what, like, how would you recommend to get, like, to test the idea of wanting to see if you want to be location independent, right? Like if you're been based in New York or, or LA or Miami um, and you're yep. interested in this lifestyle, like how would you, what would you say? Hey, here's how, here's a quick way to, to see if this is for you or not. Yeah. So I have two. So like, if you can try to go to maybe a city that you've been before, like a favorite place. Like I know my family always loves um, San Clemente, California. We're from Arizona. It's an easy drive. Try testing out there, but even smaller, um, I would recommend just kind of starting to in your own city adapt to what a digital nomad lifestyle might look like. So go work from a hotel lobby, buy a coffee there, um, or go to a coffee shop and work from there for a little bit. And you can do that in smaller increments if you're kind of warming up to working outside of your normal space. Um, and then what I really like to do, um, when I was working from Flagstaff, Arizona, which is pretty rural, the nearest major airport is two hours away. So I kind of got handy with the lifestyle I wanted to live and tried to start aligning myself with that. So I would take like a weekend mini trip that maybe it was just like a day trip. I'd go down to Sedona or I drive over to the Grand Canyon, which I'm, I was very fortunate where I was living to like be, have access to those things, but go check out things that you haven't in your own city. I think everyone probably can relate to like be living in a city for who knows how long and never actually going to those places that you always meant to check out. Go do that. Be intentional. Try to get out on your weekends and go explore your own space. 
while you're also during the week kind of learning how to work in different spaces um, that aren't conducive to your own normal environment. Boom. That <laughs> landed big time. It doesn't have to be uh, scary and hard. You can dip you can do your toe. <laughs> dip your toe, dip the toe. Um, that's so good. Um, so how can people find you? Yeah. So anyone can find me. Um, my, my handle on all social media channels is Madison Raleigh. So M-A-D-I-S-O-N-R-O-L-L-E-Y. Um, I'm most active on TikTok and Instagram and LinkedIn. So feel free to reach out to me there. Um, and then also my website, same thing.com. <laughs> Boom. Um, thanks for coming on the show. And I love thanks for having me. This is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Awesome. So guys, congratulations. You just made it to the end of the episode. And we are so grateful that you just gave us your most precious resource on the planet, which is your time. And hopefully you had a lot of blast had a blast listening to us chat about travel here on the pod. And um, don't forget to check out Madison's uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, and her website if you're interested in becoming a digital nomad or learning more. So see you at the next campfire. Ciao.